What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh, my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move, and throws, and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Hey gang, welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host Wooldogs and with my buddy Kev Huggin' Duggan. Hey guys. Hey, but let's not forget the tannest of the group, Kyle the Coach Duggan. Hola amigos. What are you, <laughs> where, where, where is this? Where, where are, are you? Uh, we're in the lobby of the Hard Rock Riviera Maya. <laughs> yeah, boys. Hey guys. Hey. It's roughly nine o'clock and we have our shirts off in the lobby. Hey, that's how you know. That's vacation right there. That's going yeah. hard on vacation. That's I'd a, like to know a good a time when you don't take your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky if I have one on. <laughs> so next week, next week at the draft, boys, this is the kind of performance I expect out of you two. Shirts and skins. Shirts in the lobby by nine o'clock. All right. Deal. Got one week to lose a hundred pounds. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, Kyle just wanted to pop on and say, hey, Kyle. Awesome to see you, buddy. I I know that we'll have you pop back in with your thoughts on some of the stuff going on, but glad to see you're there having a good time and the boys are yeah. doing well. And uh, Keep raging, Doug and bros. Let's go. Right. Keep the night going. Pretty well. Okay. <laughs> For party. Excellent. Go off, boys. Make, yeah, have All fun. right, boys. I'll talk to you guys. Bye. 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 Can't love you. Bye. Can't love you. Bye. Say bye. 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 All right, folks. Well, we'll say hey to Kyle a little bit later here, but uh, as we start the show, uh, lots to talk about. Obviously, there's been some news rumblings going on with the Chargers. Uh, there's we, we're seeing guys hit the field. <laughs> I and forgot the, <laughs> this was happening. I really did. It, it snuck up on me, too. And I think a lot of other people, because otherwise, I think we would have been chatting about it. But uh just kind of came out of left field, but we'll get all to that. We've got a fan focus lined up, a Craig experience, and an Ask Bolt fam. Two-person edition. Let's get to it. Started off at the top here. As we said, the Chargers are back on the field. Eric Smith tweeted out, the Bolts are back in the building. This is not a drill, folks. Chargers voluntary offseason program begins today in Costa Mesa. So with the Chargers offseason conditioning phase, one is in full effect. Justin Herbert, Eric Kendricks, Khalil Mack, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Corey Lindsley are present to name just a few players. So, And that's awesome because they don't need to be there. Like this is just like, hey, guys, come on in if you want. You know, let's start working. And like a lot of the, our big names showed up to practice, which you love to see that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. The the captains, the the team leaders, if you will. So totally. All right. And then the big news that dropped today, actually, the day that we record this episode, because yet again, we were like, well, I guess we'll talk about a few the, things. Literally, I was I was not looking for I forgot that we had this started today. Didn't realize we were going to get new players signed back to the team and all yeah. this other stuff that's coming up. So I'm I was beyond excited for this news. 
Big time, yes. Uh, the Chargers have re-signed Jalen Guyton. And to what length? To what dollar amount? I'm going to guess. Nobody knows. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to guess around a milli and for one year. I think that's probably what he's... for one year? Yeah, like right around a mil. Maybe just south of it. Maybe like the 900s, 850, somewhere in there. I'll put my I'll put my money on that. So, for those that don't remember, Guyton uh, led the AFC and ranked uh, third in the NFL in 2020 with a receiving average of 18.8 yards per catch with a minimum of 25 receptions. Do the math there. Yeah. Totaled four receptions of over 50 yards from 2020 to 2021, which tied for the third most by any player over that two-year stretch. And in 38 career games for the Chargers, including 11 starts, Guyton has recorded 61 catches for over 1,000 yards, averaging 16.8 uh, per catch and uh, six touchdowns. So he was guys he productive. Was, he was a missing part of you, you keep seeing all these highlight videos go up online of people getting excited for the season and throwing all the Justin Herbert's best throws. I still still some of his best throws were to Jalen Guyton. They were to Jalen Guyton. Yeah. It's just a reality. I hope he's coming back from his knee, uh, his ACL fully healthy and ready to go um, and hasn't lost any any steps or anything. But this is this is great news. You know what I mean? This it takes a little bit of that pressure off having to get a for sure, for sure hit in the, in the draft. Yeah. So this, we, we have four wide receivers on the roster right now. And those are them. Um, we yep. just added Guyton. So that's good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited too. You know, this is another guy, you know, we talk about Austin Eckler being the undrafted free agent that he was when we signed him, he wasn't a, a draft pick, but we picked him up, saw some flashes with him in the, uh, uh, in the preseason. And then, started being productive during the regular season. And then when Melvin Gordon went away, we said, Hey, Austin Eckler, come here. Let me give you one of them big old hugs. Come, come. And now Jalen Guyton, while Jalen Guyton was also an undrafted free agent, granted it was with the Cowboys, but still a guy that was not a top tier draft pick and still able to put up some of those numbers that we were just talking about. So this is a guy that's going to be fighting for it and fighting after having suffered a big injury, but don't just take it from me, folks. Let's turn it over now to Kyle, the coach Duggan, who had this to say about the signing of Jalen Guyton. All right, I'm back. So hot take Jalen Guyton gets signed. I think this changes the draft boys. That wide receiver speed guy deep down the field. We got him. He's already there. So now somebody falls. We're going to go because that's the guy of the future. But I think now everything is open. Every position's open. Also, Jalen Guyton, come on. I just think there's so much untapped potential still there. Um, I think we we probably got a steal on a one-year deal. I haven't seen the specifics of the contract. They just showed up at OTAs. Um, but I think this is huge, big, big good news for the Chargers. Had kind of a quiet offseason, but uh, this is one of those little deals that feels like it's going to pay dividends come, come the time the season comes around. So let's go. Bolt up, baby. And and I agree with that entirely. It's the idea that, you know, you know, Jalen Guyton became, you know, a good player when he was teamed with Justin Herbert. That was that 2020 year when he he was an undrafted guy. Like he wasn't supposed to make the team. And Justin and him found chemistry. And next thing you know, he's got some of Justin's best highlights um catching the ball in the end zone. So yeah. Um, it seemed like they were off to a good start last year before he went down in that third game. So it's just depth. I think you, we can, you know, I don't, I never really wanted a wide receiver in the first round. I really didn't. Like, I think mm -hmm. there's so many other needs, but 
this kind of makes it a little easier for me to even want that less still <laughs> if that makes sense for a first round pick i think yeah. you can still have the option of of picking up a wide receiver in some of the sure. later rounds but for a first round pick now i mean as long i mean god knock on every freaking piece of wood as long as everybody stays healthy yeah. we've got a solid wide receiver room uh with some moderate backup and i mean if we pick up another wide receiver later on in the draft yeah that that's you're not reliant on that guy to be productive on the first day because you've already got mike williams keenan Allen, and potentially jalen guyton and assuming that he's okay from his injury i mean we haven't necessarily we just found out that he got re-signed they haven't been talking about like how he's doing after his injury sure. or anything like that so yeah um i think yeah. like like a third round, like Mims, everyone's talking about. I think that's more of a t like an ideal place to get a, a wide receiver. For sure, us now, third yeah. round. So I was looking at it earlier. I did not realize. I I don't know why I didn't realize this. The amount of money we're spending on our edge rushers is crazy. It's over thirty five million dollars for each guy. Oh yeah. Like the more I'm looking at that, we need to draft an edge guy quick. Like oh yeah. Soon we need a guy that's going to be able to step in because you're not going to be able to carry both those guys when Justin gets his payday. So I, I, that was kind of right. a revelation for me today when I was looking at that, like, Oh shit, like that, that really is wide open who these guys could take in, in, you know, the first, first couple rounds, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's been the argument for people saying that we need to get a wide receiver because we all know that Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they're going to be in that same club of having to pay these guys 30 plus True. mil True. in the next year. So I think it's going to end up being like a pick your poison, like, all right, well, which, which position group are you going to pick to draft knowing that you have to pay them a buttload of money next year? What, which, which way are you going to go? So it doesn't have to be wide receiver. It still could be wide receiver, but it doesn't have to be given that we're in a win now mode. You want somebody that's going to be productive on the first day, somebody that's going to be on the starting lineup come opening day. They're going to be productive. So who could that person be? Probably not a wide receiver, but it's still, it could be. Well, you look at Jalen Guyton, who we were just talking about. I think Justin does less with more. I think he can, you get a guy yeah. out there, you look at his his stats with who he was throwing to in those years when everybody was down. He's just an amazing quarterback that can make anybody good. So I think you just need those measurables. You need the, you need the guy with speed. I think you can find speed in those later rounds. That Agreed. could be the Jalen Guyton that has crazy speed. He doesn't need to be a big name first couple rounds that everyone's like, oh crap, this is, this guy's perfect and he catches everything. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it, we just don't, fully need it'd be nice to have but i'm Absolutely. looking at some of these other positions i'm like maybe there's a little bit more need over there mm -hmm. yeah we'll have to wait and see just i i say that it could be a wide receiver just because it's probably I, gonna wide receiver i don't want anybody's <laughs> hearts to get broken because it's like oh, okay well now we surely won't get a wide no, receiver it's, it's, and then if you know our Thursday track night. record it's gonna be a wide receiver now it's almost guaranteed <laughs> um all right well in other news for those that saw, Justin Herbert uh, was not throwing footballs. Instead, he was catching fish. He was delving <laughs> back into his fish. high school fishing club days and decided yeah. to catch some big ones. Some fish. <laughs> some fish. <laughs> so per ESPN, some of the NFL's biggest names traded pads and footballs for rods and reels this week. Oh, who wrote this on Saturday? It's, ES it's per ESPN. <laughs> I th there was no name on the articles. So I think somebody just ghost wrote this thing. <laughs> rods and reels. Um, on Saturday, Justin Herbert, Dalvin Cook, A.J. Brown, Chris Jones, Matthew Judon, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Williams, and Pat Sertain 
uh, participated in the Sport Fishing Championships, the Catch event in Miami. The NFL players were divided into four teams with professional fishermen. Two NFL players might have had a leg up, which would have been Herbert, who was a former fishing club <laughs> president in high school, and Hell Took, yeah. who told The Athletic that he has been fishing since childhood. So the Minnesota Vikings running back uh, fishes in a river behind his home in Miami. Justin ended up catching himself a sailfish and two snappers. Snap, snap, snap. Snappers. So <laughs> I believe he ended up taking second place. Is that what I heard? I, I didn't believe, see it. I, yeah, I believe so. I caught I caught all the social media clips. I realized I didn't have this channel on my YouTube TV. Ah. I was kind of bummed. I sat down to watch it, and it didn't uh, wasn't actually an, a feasible option for me. So, mm. but social media, that's you can get it all there too. There you go. Yeah, there was uh, there was definitely some clips of Justin Herbert being his Justin Herbert self with uh, interviews. <laughs> what would he say? say? It, my favorite like, quote was, "I hope, I hope we just catch a good time." You know, yeah, what I, mean? I just hope we catch a good time today. <laughs> just want to catch a good time. That's all I want to catch, right? Yeah, right, he, he honestly, they were asking him questions, and he went right back into podium mode. Oh, God, you know, just was, for the guys, or here for the guys. He can't turn it off. But then he like kept going. He's like, "Hey, I'm just here. To, we're just here to catch a good time." You know what I mean? You feel me? Catch a good time yeah. all the time. All the time. So, uh, looking back over at the offseason program with the guys hitting the field, uh, here's a couple of quotes uh, that we pulled. This one is from Brandon Staley on connecting with offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Said, great to team up with him. So much respect from afar. Getting to work with him on a day-to-day basis. You're just able to improve a lot as a coach. I think we're able to make each other's game better. I know how much he's going to help our football team, not just our offense. It's been great to see how he sees the football game, what his plan of attack is, the vision he has for playing offensive football, and all the experiences that he's had both as a player and as a coach. He's a winner. I think that's that that's something that was very attractive to me as you go back to his days as a high school player of playing for his father uh, to Boise State. Let's go. Uh, to his time in the NFL as a player and as a coach. They've been very, very good wherever he's gone. I'm excited for him to bring all of those experiences to the Chargers and for us to team up. He's been fantastic for our staff. Now I'm excited for our players to get to be in front of them every day. I'm so excited. This is that one variable where this is the new kind of flavor the new thing about the chargers that no one knows what it's going to be like what we're going to be with him so like i'm just i'm just excited to see what that does to our roster and to what justin was you know Mm -hmm. 20 you know 2020 and 2021 Mm -hmm. um so come on let's go let's go yeah no i'm excited to see this we we don't know what it's going to do with the chargers but we've seen what he's done with previous teams and we know the excitement of seeing somebody, you know, like Justin Herbert and knowing, okay, well, we know what he did in college. What's he going to do in the professional NFL game? And turns out he came to kick ass and chew bubble gum and he was all it's out, all of, out gum. of bubble gum. So <laughs> yeah. Kellen Moore potentially has already at least had a stint in the NFL as far as being an offensive coordinator. And so it, it's not he's like a he's jumping. He's a winner. It's not like he's going he's from, wiener. you know, the NFL to some other higher upper echelon of football. It's like, no, he's just going to another team to bring everything that he learned from the Dallas Cowboys and his experience to the Chargers and instill that into Justin Herbert and our offense. And like Staley said, to make the defense better. You know, if 
we we I think we I feel like we talked about it and maybe I'm re- misremembering but it was like talking about you know Joe Lombardi and how you know the defense going up against Joe Lombardi it's like okay well that's what the defense is prepared for is prepared to play against a Joe Lombardi type offense but now that you've got Kellen Moore in there it's like all right well the defense is going to play against a Kellen Moore led offense and what is that going to do how is that iron sharpens iron that we sure. like to talk about so yeah, much yeah. so um, really excited to see. Um, and then on draft preparation, Brandon Staley said, you have to pour yourself into the draft, pour yourself into the players. Uh, there's no bigger investment uh, that you make as a club than who you bring into your football team. You have to have as much knowledge of that player as possible, and you have to have as many viewpoints as possible. I love the draft since I was a little kid. I grew up watching the draft. The Staley family was watching every pick in the draft from as long as I can remember. Now you get a chance to be a part of that selection process. You want to dive into that process full steam. We take a lot of pride in the level of detail that we have in this process. It's a tremendous process. Next week is going to be exciting for the Chargers. I This is kind of interesting for me because you don't really get the full insight of like how coaches are you know, locked in with the GM and the scouts and how they all work together to decide who they're going to pick. Mm-hmm. And from when I, I watched this interview and when he was asked the question, it was just like, oh, I've I've done a lot of work on a lot of these players. Mm. And, and I think if you look back at Staley's two drafts so far, they've been successful. I think they've been some of the more successful in terms of what we've been able to do um, in, in um, Telesco's tenure so far. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I just see every year as an improvement for Staley and 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 them and I think there's going to be an interesting it's going to be interesting to see who they decide to go with because clearly he has a vision and he knows what players are going to make this team better mm-hmm. so I'm just I'm along for the ride I'm excited to see what that means I'm just it was kind of cool to see how much he puts into this because you know when people show up to his office there you know he always like rattles off all their stats at them and does all that he you, clearly does his homework yeah you know he's prepared for every guy that they could possibly pick to get on a phone with them and do that exact same thing so you know that's point. That, that's kind of a cool cool insight that um didn't fully have before this press conference today mm-hmm. yeah it started making me think of like Ray Liotta and Goodfellas like as far back as I can remember I, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch the draft as a kid yeah he's just daily family just sitting there like you know in Indian style just sitting in front of the TV <laughs> just like football helmet on. style you know yeah. just like just numbers <laughs> flashing everywhere yeah <laughs> this this uh, draft is going to express itself right here. Like, <laughs> express itself. <laughs> this uh, this is going to express itself. <laughs> I love it. Um. All right. Well, looking at some of the other quotes that we pulled here, this is from Eric Kendricks, newest linebacker for the Chargers. Said, "I don't want to talk about Minnesota a lot, but it's a big part of my past. I was there for eight years. It was a big deal. I think that coming to the Chargers, especially being around a bunch of great players." It's going to bring another level to my game. It's going to make me feel like I'm the underdog again. Uh, I'm back to the bottom of the totem pole. I have to prove myself to everybody, my new teammates and things like that. Uh, Like I've said, I'm not going to do much. Uh, I'm not going to do. Oh, I'm not going to do too much. That's a little different. (laughs) Okay. I ain't going to do much. I ain't going to do much. I'm just going to sit back and let you guys play. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to do too much. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself, but it's my natural personality to feel that way. 
There's something, something crazy about that where you're like the, you know, the head, the, the leader of the defense of a team. And then you basically, it's like going to a new school. It's like going from like oh yeah high school to college or whatever, whatever that transition is where you, you feel comfortable. You have that routine. You have that day to day. Oh, and guess what? None of that remains. And you have to start over with your relationships. You have to build that back. So it's, it's. I'm excited for him. I think it's going to be a really good year for our linebacking core because he's a part of it this year. Right. Bringing that that competitive spirit of like, I can't just come in here and be like, I'm Eric Kendricks. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know what I do for yeah. a living. He pops his imaginary <laughs> caller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like he's got to come in and actually show why they brought him in in the first place. So <laughs> did you just make a reference to Jaws? Of know course I do. You know what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. He's scratching on the chalkboard. <laughs> he walks into his first meeting and just scratches <laughs> yeah. down the chalkboard. <laughs> I'll give you the whole damn thing. No. <laughs> the head, the tail, the whole I'll give you damn the, <laughs> I'll give you the, the playoffs. <laughs> The championship, the ring, the, the trophy, damn the thing. whole damn thing. Love it. Um, all right. And then defensive lineman Morgan Fox on experiencing success in this defensive scheme said, Coach Staley believes in me and he gives me opportunities to go make plays. That's something that he's always done every year that I've been with him. It's just a plethora of opportunities. He puts me in positions to win and believes in my abilities to win. This was a good reminder of why he came back because everyone was like, oh, you know, remember his agent was like, oh, this is a bullshit contract. The Chargers should be like, he remember he went off. It was kind of odd when he did that. Morgan and Fox? Morgan Fox. Not he didn't. His agent did. Oh, his no, agent, I don't remember this. He, he, it was some shitty tweet he posted out. But this is clearly because I what was, was didn't Morgan Fox. He was with the Rams, went to Carolina for a big deal, didn't do anything there. And then they cut him and he came back to Staley. I think he just knows that he is a better football player in Staley's system. Like, right. He just is. He just knows. Like, he knows that if he stays in the system, he's going to have even more opportunities when this contract's done. Cause I know that wasn't a very long contract. So, um, he's, he's, he's great. I'm excited for him as well. A absolutely. I mean, they're not going to just give opportunities to anybody. It's, this isn't, you know, Little League where everybody gets a chance and everybody gets a bat and hit trophy. the ball. Yeah, nobody, this isn't a participation trophy team. This is about you get the opportunity if you can perform. And if you don't perform, then, hey, guess what? You end up getting cut mid-season and you end up getting signed to the those pirate hookers that we've heard so much about. So, so much hookering. Um, but it's also interesting the other side of it where it's like, you know, I, maybe I could have gotten a little bit money somewhere else, but the, the level of football I'm going to play here is going to be better than there. And he just knows it. I think there's an element to that. The, the Staley effect, if you will. Speaks to his character if that ends up being the case. So, um, obviously great to have all these guys back out on the field and great to have all of you people that join us at Patreon patreon.com slash charger well chat. Did, I, did i take the wind out of your I, 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 that literally just fucking, i am now being eaten by a shark i just fell off my boat and now i'm so i'm paddling smile um, you son of a <laughs> yeah 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 no all right i, I, I got nothing I'm good. I'm good i think i made all i made all my points i was waxing poetic on morgan fox a little longer but uh you threw me in the water Ode to Morgan Fox. Well, enough about him. We got to talk about patreon.com slash charge chat, folks. All the funny stuff we got over there, all the funny videos that we've put up and plan to put up, especially with the draft coming right around the corner. We had a little meeting, didn't we? We, came we up did. With some we had to sit down. We had a luncheon, if you will, to <laughs> talk luncheon. about uh, all the things that we're planning to do for the draft. So 
If you want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash charger chat. And as always, we have to shout out uh, the newest patrons or in this week instance, patron. The streak's Respect alive. the streak. The streak's folks. alive. Uh, we've got to mention Jay Rob. Welcome to the party, pal. Our newest patron. Thank you so much for joining. And if you don't want to go to patreon.com slash charger chat, that's all right. You can go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check out chargechat.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Let's see what kind of fan we're gonna bring in a focus this week. Meow, 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 meow. All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Gabe from San Jose. What is going on, Gabe? What's up? I'm just hanging out here, and I appreciate you having me. Oh man, we're we're super excited to have you, and I appreciate you um hanging in with me i know we had to reschedule a few times so i appreciate you um but let's kick this thing off the way we always do my friend how did you become a charger fan yeah well actually i was about in fifth grade i grew up in san jose and uh, just happened that i think we um it was pe i was maybe actually in fourth grade and we were just playing flag football and it was like my first time ever playing football and um i just you know, I was kind of good at it. And I was just like, you know, what? this is really fun. Uh, I, re- I like this sport. You know, I think I could, you know, um, do it. And at that time was was uh, when LT was, you know, going off. He was having his record-breaking season. And he was, like, playing a primetime game. And I think he was playing the Chiefs or something. And he broke off, like, I remember specifically, he broke off, like, a huge, like, 60, 70-yard run. And I'm just like, dang, this guy is amazing. Uh, I like the lightning bolts and uh, also I don't really want to be a 49ers fan or Raiders fan like everybody else in my area. So I'm like, all right, let's go chargers. And, you know, at that moment, I just kind of committed myself to the chargers and uh, it's, it's been that way ever since. I love it. And it's the powder blues, dude. You can't get any better Jersey than the yeah. powder blues. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. that's, that's awesome. I love hearing all the origin stories. We've had everything from, you know, Madden to your story to like, it's just so cool to, to, to meet everybody and, and find out how they became fans. So, you know, speaking of, you know, just us being fans, football kind of kicked back in today where players showed up to the, um, to, you know, the non-voluntary camp. Um, so what were your thoughts on kind of where things are going? What are you excited about? You know, we're very close to the draft. So what do you, what are you excited about this, this season so far? Uh, well, you know, um, that Jaguars game was really tough to swallow and I'm excited to, you know, run it back and let's, uh, try and improve on that. And, and, um, yeah, just try and get a little further this time. Hopefully we're pushing for the Super Bowl. I'm excited to build on our weaknesses in, uh, last season and, you know, in the past and, uh, just keep evolving and becoming, um, I, I want to be a more balanced offense. I think, um, you know, if we make the right decisions, 
um, we can totally do that. And uh, I just, you know, I just want to see us kick some ass, really. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's exciting with Kellen Moore, too. I think, you know, yeah. kind of the sky's the limit. And it's exciting because we don't quite know what we're going to get, but we know what he did with the Cowboys. So you can kind of bring that over to what we could be next year, which mm-hmm. is kind of exciting. So, like, speaking of that, some of the players, you know, that could be a Charger come, you know, some close to this time next week. What, who do you want to target in those first couple rounds? And who do you think would really make us a better team? Yeah, I think um, the no brainer would be Bijan Robinson. Uh, I don't think he's going to last that long. Um, but if he was to, I think that would be a game changer for us, you know, have, if he, if we were able to pair him with Austin Eckler, um, that's just a dynamic backfield. It would be Justin Herbert would have the ability to hand him the ball, both of them the ball, and you know take take some rest. You know, you know he doesn't have to throw it all the time, uh, and that's what I like to see. You know, for example, um, in like right when he hurt his ribs, the next game he threw like almost fifty times. When uh, I think that was just not um, not good and. You know, I want to see him hand the ball off a little more and and take some more rest and not have to just Superman it every single game. So running back, I think, would be huge. I think that's our biggest priority, you know, maybe a little controversial there. Um, And I also want to see us build the offensive line better and defensive line and inside linebacker. I want to become uh, a nasty football team, aggressive, um, bully the other team, and stop getting outrushed every game by the opponents. So build the trenches, get the run game going, stop the run. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, and it's cool, you know, to hear your perspective too, because this is one of those years where it feels like we kind of have a lot of pieces where there's not this like glaring, like, oh, we're so screwed. We have to get like this one position or there, we have no chance. It's kind of like this thing where, hey, if Bijan Robinson's there at 21, I, as a fan, would not be bummed out if we had the top running back in the league. You know what I mean? And then there's other other positions all over the place. So it'll be kind of exciting what they decide to do and, you know, kind of the trajectory of where that where this draft takes us. But, you know, mm-hmm. we, we like to ask people, you know, you've been a fan for a while. You you know, the beginning, you know, LT years is kind of when you got started. So you've had a mm-hmm. wealth of time to, you know, being a Charger fan. What would you say is one of your best Charger memories, best Charger moments? I got to say the, um, the, the AFC divisional round or the conference round, uh, the second round of the playoffs when we beat Peyton Manning the year that Phil Rivers tore his ACL, just because that was the only time I've ever seen the Chargers actually get to the AFC championship. One step away from the Super Bowl, you know, I was just ecstatic just because no one really, I don't think anyone really expected us to win that game. We were underdogs beating Peyton Manning uh, and just, getting that close to the Super Bowl. Think about it. One game away from the Super Bowl, closest I've ever seen them be, them go. And uh, obviously we lost that game. Uh, could have been different if we had LT. He, I don't think he really played that game. And Rivers was hurt. Um, I cried my eyes out. I was younger uh, when they lost that. Uh, they've never gotten that close again. So, so yeah, I, I got to say that. And I'm hoping that Justin Herbert, I believe in him. I think that he can take us there. He has what, it's t- what it takes. Uh, I think we got to surround him with with uh, the team to you know to help ki- help all of us get there. You know, I think we can do it. Um, and and yeah, I'm excited. I, I want to see us push and get that far again, at least. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's and there's so much excitement with Justin. It's like it seems like each year he gets better. And now the expectations on him are so high. Even when he has a really good year, people are like, I don't know about Justin. Like, how good is that to have to go from Phil to Justin? You know what I mean? Like we've we haven't had in, in your tenure as a Charger fan, haven't had to worry about our quarterback position. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you know, how lucky are we? Like you said, go from Phil Rivers. Hall of Fame quarterback, I think, no doubt in my mind, he deserves it. Yeah. Um, and and then just jump to Justin Herbert, who I think we could all agree is at least on pace easily for the Hall of Fame, breaking records. Could be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, in my opinion. Uh, I know it's very early to say that. Um, but in my opinion, I think it really is about how we surround him with the, the supporting cast. Obviously, we know he's capable. It's how do we get him... You know, the rest of the pieces, the, obviously the receivers, yeah, the run game, the running backs, the offensive line, the defense, you know, all of that. I think um, we just got to do the best we can to uh, to surround him, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. I'm, it's going to be exciting. We'll see what happens. We're going to add some players next week, and uh, it's just an exciting time to be a Chargers fan. We're seeing players on grass again, which is always refreshing. So, yeah. Uh, Gabe, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your story with us. And uh, yeah, man, we look forward to interacting with you more. And uh, man, let's have let's have a fun season. Yeah, let's go kick some ass. I want to say thank you so much for uh, having me. Uh, Chargers Truther is what I go by. You know, it's kind of uh, maybe a little obnoxious, but um, you know, trying to grab (laughs) trying to grab some uh, some attention that way. But um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. No, for sure, man. Go follow him on Twitter and, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of, lot, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, uh, charger banter going on over there. So, uh, uh, keep it up, brother. And we'll talk, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. Take it easy. Wait, can I I chug it? Do it. Do it. Let's go. Found it. Gabe, 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 Gabe. Well done, sir. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Let's go. (laughs) All right, dude. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Well, there you go, folks. Gabe on our fan focus. Chug, Gabe. chug, chug, chug a lot. First, ever, chug first ever chugger at the end of a uh, fan focus. So I guess that's that, true. You got that. You get a hanger star on that one. Well, I like that for future trivia questions. We'll know that Gabe was the first to chug a beer <laughs> yeah. at the end of his fan focus. So yeah. Gabe, thanks for coming on and chatting with my man, Kev. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, now it's time to go on to the next segment. You know him. You love him. It's the Craig experience. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Craig experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. You got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Less than two weeks away. Guess who's excited? For a couple reasons. Number one, I'm a draft nerd. Football nerd overall. You guys know this about me. And this is one of my most favorite times of year. And also because draft season normally falls around my birthday. And yep, uh, this year, day three of the draft, your boy turns 40. So I will be celebrating and watching on and off. But I'll probably be, you know, tuned in as much as you would expect someone that should be celebrating their birthday to do so. But um, unfortunately, I will not be out in KC with the guys. Uh, I'm sure they will enjoy it. I will be elsewhere and you'll see about that when the time comes, rolls around. I'll let y'all in on that later on. But for now, 
what you've come here for. Another edition from your guy, Craig in Texas, of the Craig Experience. Okay. Now, being that this is the last TCE before draft week, I'm going to have to hit you guys off with a twofer just to make sure we cover all the bases. Uh, everybody out there knows for the last few weeks, I've been going over players at positions of need that um, I like personally, but also that fill in some gaps on the Chargers roster. And uh, we're now getting into two positions that, I mean, most people know that the Chargers should address them, but there's a potential that it may happen earlier than what some may think. And I have a couple guys that I think fit really, really well in the event that they go that route. With that being said, Let's hop into the first one, cornerback. Now is corner really a need? Yeah, when you consider some of the things that are upcoming. Uh, Michael Davis is nearing the end of his deal and then we don't know what or when JC Jackson is gonna return. We don't know what version of JC is gonna be back, but we see that he's making some really good progress here in the off season and we hope for the best there. But in roster construction, you kind of have to be ready to address things with a plan B. So it would be in the Chargers best interest to maybe get a guy that can be ready to go in the event that JC isn't himself at some point next year. And are really just building out the roster as a whole. And we know that Brandon Staley loves his secondary guys. So it wouldn't be super shocked to see one come early. Uh, the name that I really like is probably going to be a second round guy. There's been some late first round buzz on him, but you know how that goes during draft season, you know, especially when you look at traits and they start climbing up boards because they perform well at the Underwear Olympics and all that stuff there. But this guy's Julius Brents, Kansas State cornerback. And uh, I got to watch a lot of Mr. Brents because he was teammates with the one Deuce Vaughn, who, if not everyone out there knows, was a high school teammate and buddy of my oldest son. So um, I watched a lot of Brents and I really, really liked him uh, just from a size profile. You're talking about a six foot three, near 200 pounder. Uh, he's got 34 inch arms. Uh, nine and five eighths hands, a uh, really explosive athlete. At the combine, uh, he had over a 40 inch vert, think like 41 and a half, and 11 six broad jumps. So we're talking about an explosive, explosive athlete. He ran in the low four fives, but for a dude that size, that type of length, um, he makes up for not being an elite speed guy with the long arms and ability to kind of cover ground and long strides. Uh, so when you're thinking about like a Michael Davis, who was a 4'3 guy, and I still need to verify why that dude wears number 43. If somebody can find out why that is, because in my mind, I've created this scenario where it's because he ran a 4'3, which is why he wears a number. But I could be completely off there. It's just me and the stuff that I do. But that being said, uh, some of the places where Brents can really help the defense is because he's a very willing tackler on the outside and perimeter defense was a problem for the Chargers. Well, I mean, if we're talking against the run, well, actually perimeter and up the middle, but I digress. In this regard, 
We saw that Asante Samuel Jr. had to be taken off the field on early downs because he wasn't the best against the run on the outside. That's not a problem for Brents. He's a big physical corner who's not afraid to mix it up. So I really like that about him. Um, so outside of just being a capable run defender, we're talking about a big body dude who can press up pretty much any receiver on the outside. And uh, you know, if you've got somebody who's got a decent release package and some of the smaller dudes, they can give him some issues, but um, all of that can be worked on technique wise. He's pretty much got all the tools to step in um, early on and be a contributor. Uh, where do I see things going at the cornerback position as a whole? Well, again, not 100% certain. I think a lot of that depends on JC Jackson's development, I'm sorry, recovery and the development of some younger guys. But the Chargers should definitely look to add some more to the room. And if, you know, I'm a GM, I'm looking to add secondary guys every year. Just certain positions that you want to try to stack up at and get as much talent and see what you can develop as possible. And the skill positions are those areas, uh, cornerbacks, wide receivers, running backs, um, hell, if you want to throw in even edge guys, stuff like that, um, which we're going to get to here in a second. I'm all on board for it. And so, as I alluded to, we move over to the next guy in the next position, which is edge. Duh. <laughs> uh, Derek Hall from Auburn. Um, Derek Hall is an interesting player. Whereas you've heard some late first round buzz on him too, but I'm pretty sure he'll end up being more of a second round guy unless there's some sort of crazy run on edges in the first round and you never really know what can happen in the league. Um, stuff can get really wild and wacky on that first night of the draft. So we'll see. But I pretty much feel like he's one of those dudes that could fall into the early to mid second round. And if that's the case and the Chargers stick and stay where they are, then they probably don't get a shot at him in the second but again, you never know. And um, there has been talk about the Chargers potentially trading back. So, hey, who knows? We'll see. But one of the reasons why I really like Derek Hall, well, even before that, here's the thing. Who are your edge defenders? Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. What do we know about him? And Khalil was 32 years old. And though he played well last year, he's nearing the twilight of his career. Probably not the best idea to just expect for him to go out there and not have any fall off next season. But when you're looking at like what the charges are paying guys going in the next few years, Justin Herbert's contract upcoming, and you're going to have to make some maneuvers on the roster as far as your cap is concerned. And you probably need to have the next guy up at bat. Uh, I know a lot of people out there thinking Chris Rump, but there are some issues there. And though Chris Rump is a great guy, and he has some ability and we've seen him flash in spurts. He's not necessarily what you're looking for as a total package on the edge. Um, where Joey Bosa's concerned, well, Joey's kind of been nicked up here and there pretty consistently over the years. Uh, we saw him out for the majority of last season and without him on the field, teams were able to key on Mac and uh, pass rush was pretty much non-existent for long periods of time. Teams kind of had their way in the passing game in that regard. And um, on the edges against the run as well. So 
The other thing about Joey is he kind of has a tendency to make some sort of kind of boneheaded decisions in big moments and he can allow his aggressiveness to get the best of him or his emotions. Uh, love Joey as a player, one of the top guys in the league still. Uh, I think there's more than a couple years left of top level play from him. But again, you want to cover all your bases and make sure you have the proper depth. Now, what Hall offers you is an explosive athlete off the edge in multiple ways. I mean, we're talking about another fast edge guy who ran in the four fives, tested well um, in explosives like the broad jump. He had a 10 seven. He's also got really long freaking arms at 34 and a half inches. So you're thinking about what he's able to do on the edge day one. Well, right out of the wrapper, the dude is a really good run defender. We're talking about somebody who can set the edge. So you're not giving up anything in that regard when one of your top two guys are off of the field. Can't necessarily say that about Chris Rump, but he is more of your power with speed rusher, whereas Rump is more of a slithery, you know, guy who has to win with quickness, things of that nature. So it's a nice contrast from Rump. Um, and though he's not and I'm talking about um, Hall here, though he's not the most technically refined guy at this point. He has the opportunity to build on that while he plays behind Mac and Bosa, but he can still be in the mix there. He's really still an explosive guy off the edge who will learn and develop his skill set behind the two top guys who he can learn from, by the way. Uh, but again, with him on the field, you're still going to be able to generate some pressure and you won't sacrifice getting gashed on the edges of your defense against the run. So really love that about him. And another reason to build behind what you already have. Like if you have a strength, why not make it stronger? I mean, it's a strength provided no one gets injured, but that's not necessarily how the charges work. All of us as fans know that. So Hall is gonna be a primary target for me there in the second round if he's still hanging around. And again, just kind of based on what the charges elect to do. We never know, but hey, that's it for me. I appreciate you guys for joining and uh, listening to me give my opinion because I'm just a dude, you know, somebody who loves the game, who uh, loves and respects y'all for listening to me, you know, week in and week out. And whether you value my opinion or not, again, still, thanks for coming. Until the next one, y'all know who it is, Mr. T.O.P. underscore F.L.Y.T. 3. On Twitter, you can also catch me as a co-host over on the Lightning Round podcast as well if you want to see some more of me. And uh, yo, fellas, wish I could be out in KC with you in uh, less than two weeks. I'm sure it would be a great time. I'd really like to find that guy who drove by with the taser out. I've never quite gotten over that. But mm, mm, one day, you're still on my list, buddy. Anywho, y'all take it easy. Catch y'all on the next one. Okay. Love you. Bye. I love you, Craig. Love you. Love yeah. you, Craig. And, and we, we're, I'm on, honestly, I think we need to make it a yearly thing where you come to Kansas City and we spend the entire time before the game looking for him. I don't remember what he looks like, <laughs> but let's, let's, let's have a peek. Let's go look. You're just for constantly him. like holding a photo and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the guy that's not it you're just like walking yeah walking around with the, the taser and put, uh, <laughs> nope not you no but if you didn't hear that story it's pretty crazy he got we were walking out of that last chiefs game and he got somebody drove by and set up a, uh, a taser right by him and made him like fall over and it was not good but we're we're, we're gonna find a way to take we're gonna go back to another chiefs game with him and it's gonna be a different outcome i know i know it
Yes. And if there's one thing that the Duggan brothers have that's better that that I don't, you know, besides good looks and four boys and incredible physiques, it's that they no. got to hang with Craig. Yeah. And I didn't. And I it's one of my one of life's biggest regrets. So we're going to make uh, it out. Craig, again. it's going to. Yes, happen dude. I can't wait to see you again. And thank you again for another awesome Craig experience. Another look into some players that I didn't know anything about. And now I've got some names to look forward to when it gets down to rounds two and three. So, uh, Craig, thank you again. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm also curious, he really teased like, I'm not going to be in Kansas city, but, uh, where is this going to be? I'm going to be somewhere. The birthday boy. (laughs) Yeah. The big four zero. I can't wait to see the surprise there, Craig. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have fun, dude, at your uh, your birthday party. And uh, yeah, man, we're let's go. Let's get some. Let's, let's go, some, baby. Let's get some draft picks. Let's give Craig an early birthday gift, please. Let's get Deuce Vaughn because he has so much insight. Who knows? Maybe he has some connections to Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> get his son to hook him up. Get him over here on the Charger chat. Let's find out. Uh, all right, Craig. Thank you again. And Thanks, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It's time for ask. Bolt fam. Shit. Yeah. Gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, you boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And before we get to all the names and all the questions, I need to shout out Mr. Danny Lags who in previous weeks has been asking us questions about who would win and somehow we can't all come to a freaking agreement on who would be the winner in these made-up fights. We've had Vikings and Sharks and Sabertooth Tigers <laughs> uh, and uh, just a ple- and, and Spartans and Ninjas and Samurais. And so uh, without Kyle here, Danny, we want to make sure that we do it right. So we will get to your scenario on the next episode when all three of us are able to... And the streak's not technically dead, okay? It's not the... Sh- no. I know you were on the streak. We're going to consider this a question. Double up next week. We'll hit them back to back. Please. Okay. We, we, need to, we need to divide <laughs> this podcast with every question you ask. So I love it. Um, so we'll get it on the next one, but I needed to shout you out. So let's go to our first question. It's from Gavin Gibson. Gavin! Who asked the question? Hello, my boat brothers from other mothers. I'm heading over to Omaha, Nebraska on the 25th, and my wife told me to get stuff sorted for my luggage. Now my wife, though I love her dearly, has one major flaw. She doesn't like the NFL or the Chargers. <gasps> it's It's been hard, but I managed to push through. (laughs) Well, my darling beloved said to me that I had to pack plain T-shirts. When she asked me if I had anything in my drawer that wasn't charges related, I proudly said no as I pulled my (laughs) little Herbie T-shirt out to wear for the day. She Uh, needs to come to grips with the fact that chargers aren't just a team. They are a lifestyle. Now for the million-dollar question. Because the draft will be on when I'm over, what Chargers jersey should I take over? I have Eckler Powder Blue, Bosa 99 in Navy, LT White, and my personal favorite, Big Papa Phil in Navy. 
Can't wait to see who we get in the draft. As always, guys, boat up. K. love you. Bye. Well, I think you just answered your question because your personal favorite feels like a good choice. It feels like a really good choice. You yeah. feel good. You look good. You look good. You pick good. That's it's how the draft retro. works. <laughs> it's how the draft works. So look good and we'll pick good. That's that's yes. the, that's the key to that. Yeah, definitely got to go with Big Papa Phil. And uh, <laughs> it's so true. Sorry, <laughs> Gavin's wife. <laughs> but it's so true. I was like going through my drawer the other day and like I have like <laughs> all my shit is Chargers t-shirts. Yeah. I have like a couple other things that they're not fun to wear or comfortable. All my comfortable <laughs> shit is Charger shit. And I wear it all the time. I'm sure everyone around this town just knows me by now as like the Charger dad. Oh, that, yeah. that asshole or something dad, like that. Because it's that dude. It might seem aggressive how much I wear this shit. It's not. It's just necessity because it's what it's all I have. <laughs> it's just what it, I have. It I'm is proud. funny. I, I can I can recall prior to us doing the podcast, I, I'll say I had maybe three, maybe four T-shirts and yeah. maybe like a couple of filled jerseys, you yeah. know? Yeah, respectable. I've probably got like six jerseys now and like there's a whole section of my closet that's just like this is just all chargers stuff that yeah. i have exotic i, I even got through. i got a like a professional like collared like a really nice dress shirt that has the charger logo on it and i got yeah. that from adam for christmas and yes. Literally all occasions, I'm wearing Chargers shit. Like I'm on the golf course, <laughs> I have a golf occasions. shirt. I got that. I got <laughs> jackets. I got throw. I got so much shit, and I'm I'm with you on that. I don't know how my wife feels about it. I don't think she hates Fine. it as much as your wife seems to hate it. But there might be some resentment there with how much I love my team. Everybody needs to come to grips with it. We've got Chargers wardrobe. It's a lifestyle. It. Okay, that's right. Get over it. All right, but travel so, safe, Gavin. Travel safe, yes. and. Uh, um, Travel safe, have a good time, and be sure to pack Big Papa Phil in that suitcase. Yeah, put them in there. Well, you need three. There's there. three days of draft, so you could put all three of them on I at mean, one point in time. Yeah. Why not all of them, Gavin? I mean, uh, hey, bring is them there all. not enough room for one more shirt or one yeah. more jersey? Just, Come on. And you could wear a Charger shirt underneath the jersey. Like, like, let's double down. And let's be honest, you probably have Charger socks and underoos. We'll just we'll, we'll call it we'll call it what it is. A reality. Call it a hunch. Yeah. Gavin, so get on it, Gavin. All right. Gavin, thank you for asking the Appreciate question. You, Let's move it on now to Austin Whiteside, who asked the question. Three, two, one. Certified fresh. What's up, guys? Big fan of Charger Chat. Just wanted to say this show is amazing. It made this past season so much better listening and laughing. Really appreciate what you guys do. I know everyone wants Bijan or Deuce Vaughn, but I was watching Kendra Miller from TCU. Guy's an absolute stud. You guys should give him a watch. My question is... If you've seen the second Avatar, which one is your favorite, one or two, and why? Thank you, first of all. Appreciate the the kind words. We're yeah, having, really appreciate we're that. We're just Austin. having Thank a good you. old time here. We're just trying to have fun. Yeah, make make trying time. to make each other laugh and enjoy the Chargers. Exactly. Make the off season go by a little uh, a little faster with a little some, faster. Yes, with some funnies. Um, <laughs> um, but Kendra Miller, you know, I did a, a little bit of research on him, and it, he seems like a good late you know, maybe day three pick that 
could be a special teams guy, maybe a backup. I'm not sure if he's like starting caliber, but it's cool to see what everyone's, you know, looking at. There's so many guys in this draft that we could get. It'll just kind of depend on how those first few rounds fall. But mm-hmm. definitely, definitely an interesting choice. Yeah. It's a name that we haven't heard yet. So yeah. some somebody to keep an eye on. Um, and then as far as Avatar 1 or 2, pretty sure I know your answer. Yeah. It, the second one hit me right in the feels. The old Yeah. With uh, Adam and I saw it with my seven year old, and he loved it. But like all that father son stuff was like, I just kept hearing Kevin go, oh, "There's my big boy, oh, special boys." That's the way of water. <laughs> yeah, the way of water. The first one's great too, but I like the second one. A lot. I, I like the second one. I, I I enjoyed the first a lot more. The second one. Nothing against those father-son moments. Those were certainly, obviously, How the heart of, of the entirety you. of the movie. The The writing and the story, it just felt... The second one just kind of felt like... Especially, like, at the beginning, it just kind of felt like, what is happening here? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, the story, at least, did the first one. While it was basic, it was at least... I don't want to say feasible, but it was, I don't know. I just, I like the first one better. What do you want from me? No, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I, still, I still have the biggest problem I have with that movie is that it's called Unobtainium. <laughs> yeah. I love that you called oh, what it's, I said. It's yeah, so, it's, it's, it's just, the dumbest name in the world. <laughs> just a choice, you know? Yeah. Just a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, really tells you what it is. <laughs> um, all right. There you go. Austin Whiteside, thank you for asking the question. Let's Thanks, move it on now to Chad Davis. Certified Fresh. Ooh, who asked the question? I just started listening for the last few months and love how positive you guys are. I'm usually pretty realistic or pessimistic with my cheering, and it's so nice to hear you guys just completely fan out how we're supposed to. Thank you guys for doing this. Since I'm new, how and why did you guys start in San Diego and move so far away to Missouri? Work or something, FTRFL. Side note, I got a free round of golf today for roasting a Raider fan in the pro shop. Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. For Congratulations to you. Whoever, I want to know what this golf course is so I can go there because they seem like Raider haters and I'm all about that shit. It's the golf place to go to. <laughs> It's the golf place <laughs> that all Chargers should fan towards. Uh, um, congrats on that, though. I want to know what the roast was. I want to know what he said. Yeah, what did you say? There's. A... Would you say, Chad? Hey, you got to tell us. Don't we have to wait a, a whole week to know what that is. Please, please bitch. let us know what the roast was. I want to know it. But uh, um, yeah, as far as why did we leave San Diego? And I understand the question. San Diego is. Uh, is the place to be in California for sure. We grew up there and a lot of good I, memories. I was actually, dude, I've been, I, I lived in San Diego till I was 17. And then I haven't been, I haven't lived, I haven't lived in San Diego since I was up in LA for a long time. And then, uh, for you, you hit, hit the nail on the head, came out here for work to help my buddy build a film studio. Yeah. And I was gonna be out here for a little bit. And then a little bit turned into a lot of it and things just kept going and I kept working and traveling <laughs> for work. Roots and, started and taking started hold and... making lots of children. And then yes. just kind of, this is where I live now. And then, yeah. uh, and then I somehow talked Mr. Adam 
wool dog wooly into adjoining me. And he dangled said, a pretty decent sized carrot, and I just followed like the dumbass that I am. So, <laughs> welcome, dumbass. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here. I haven't even been here a full year yet. I, I prior to that, I was in Boise, Idaho, so not that much better. I still left California for sure, but that's because my folks moved to Boise, Idaho, and uh, decided to change uh, change direction, start a new chapter in the great state of Missouri, a little town called you. Columbia. So, yep. um, yeah. Well, there you go, Chad. Let us know what the, please let us know what the roast is. That's all we, we, we snicker. And I mean, that's just, cause that's like probably that feels I, our soul. Depending on the course, <laughs> that's like a $50 roast. Like, oh yeah, like easily a, a round of golf is not cheap. So yeah, that must've been a really good roast. Those golf places can be pretty expensive. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's monies at the golf places. <laughs> Chad Davis. Thank you for Thanks, asking man. the question. Let's move it on now to a Kadir. Kadir. Who asked the question? My boy, Wool Dog. This is my question, baby. You're picking at 21. You have Smith and Flowers, baby. Who are you taking? Remember, before you answer, we're in a win now situation. Mine, give me Nolan Smith Edge, baby. Love you. Bye. Number 10 MVP, S Super Bowl MVP. Let's go, Bolt Fan 23, baby. Baby! Baby! Love it. Where you go? This is good. This is directly to the Vordog himself. Well, I think it is for, for all of us. But yes, he did address me, Ethier, and I, I take that challenge. And uh, I would have to say that, yeah, I would take Nolan Smith over Flowers at this point. Now, I mean, really the only thing now at wide receiver that is a question mark isn't necessarily the speedy sign of things, but who is going to be the returner. Now, that doesn't necessarily need to be spent on a first-round person, but it is something that is going to need to be addressed at some point this offseason of who's going to be the returner. So uh, while Flowers, I think it was Craig that talked about Flowers being He's a possible a return guy. guy. Yeah. Um, I I kind of think now that maybe if, because he made mention this is a win-now mode, will Flower, could Flowers be the edge to get the chargers all the way to the end maybe could nolan smith be that guy that feels a little bit more solid that feels a little bit more like okay this is a really good player at a position that isn't necessarily in need but given how ferocious these guys can play and i mean they're constantly getting hit every single game i think it's a lot more likely for some of these guys to get hurt and to have someone like Nolan Smith come up and make some pretty big plays. Although saying that makes me then think like, that kind of makes me think that maybe Kyle Van Noy wouldn't be coming back next but year. It, so it, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that. I know it's know? not exactly that, but it it would be a, another like, I don't want to say nail in the coffin, but like it would be a, a arguing point for why would you bring him back after yeah, that? So put him back more in the stand-up linebacker that he was originally brought right, into, yeah. which he's done his whole career. Yep. So I don't think it's necessarily a huge deal, but I I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say. Like, there's going to be this is one of those weird drafts where I'm not going to be like up in arms unless it's something. I, I just really there's so many picks, there's so many guys that I'd be like, okay, great, that's an improve, that's going to help us. Mm-hmm. I think Zay Flowers helps for sure. That oh, gives yeah. you the speed, it gives you that. Um, but and when it comes to those premier player, those premier positions where when you have to pay the big money, 
That's the edge guys. That's the quarterbacks. That's those, you know, getting after the quarterback or playing quarterback. And if you can get one of those top guys on a, a, you know, rookie deal that can deliver, you know, production that you expect from a first rounder, I think I'd probably rather go edge there and then maybe hold off and go after a, a second or third round wide receiver in that situation. Yeah. I think that's also a great point that, you know, who's going to demand a bigger contract when it comes time to pay them and who can you, I don't want to say take advantage of, but basically utilize to the best of your ability on a rookie contract. And I think edges well, yeah, that look, position. It's, it's going to be Justin Herbert and it's going to be our two edge rushers. Those are the highest paid. Those are the highest contracts we're going to have as soon as Justin gets all worked out. So well, and that's yeah, it. potentially the wide receivers as well. Like they're just, they're close, but they're not at the edge level. Like those right. guys are just getting paid more. Wide receivers are not getting paid at the level of the edge and quarterback. Right. So, all right, there you go, Athir. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. TTPA. Who asked the question? Okay, so Bijan Robinson plus the top edge rushes are out of the pool. All tight ends are still available. Who do y'all choose? Michael Mayers is the guy for me. Y'all, what about you, foos? I hope we go RB early. Charbonnet in round number two. There's speed at wide receiver. No need to reach in round one. Flowers and Addison, pretty smooth, but not worth reaching a ton. Ooh. Let's get big in the middle. Mozzie Smith, a D tackle. Yeah, I need that, son. Maybe trade back Tommy T and get two second round young guns. The biggest moves this offseason were getting a new OC and athletic trainer for me. More touchdowns, balanced offense, and I bet you less injuries. <laughs> I'm excited for the draft now. Let's get pumped for our team in 2023. Peace out, f***ers. <laughs> Peace out. Uh, it's just the <laughs> deuces. Peace out. Curse. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, dude. TTBA coming with some with some with some rhymes. Yeah. No, that was a good one. That was very good. Um, so there's there's a question definitely in there. There is a question. Uh Michael Mayers is yeah, the guy. All for tight him. ends are still available. Who do y'all choose? Michael yeah. Mayer. Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer. We have Michael a lot Mayer. of receiving, even though is it Dalton? Could be good. Could be good. He's, but he feels like could be good. Could be good. Hey. He's, but I just I want an, I want it all around tight end. I want a Hunter Henry back, and Hunter Henry did everything great, and that's what Michael Mayer is. I want to get Tiny that running tight end Henry back because we we don't really have that right now. Yeah, even the the Trey McKitty who we we're supposed to bring in to be a you know blocking tight end. Is not playing well. He's not blocking well. So, right. I uh, give me Michael Mayer, please. I would agree. I, I mean, I I can and I can understand the appeal of like uh, Darnell Washington. Obviously, the guy had a great uh, underwear Olympic. I can't think of what it was called. That's all. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he had a great underwear Olympic. <laughs> took home the gold and uh, all of that. But um, the golden underwear, <laughs> the golden underoos. But. Uh, I, I think if it's a first round, you got to go with the first round talent. And while Darnell Washington could be that guy, I think he just, you haven't seen enough in the actual playing of the game versus lifting weights and pushing and stuff like that. So yeah, it just didn't get enough playing time because he was splitting so much being you know, right. from that school. So it could be that guy. But I think if you want to go with the sure fit, Michael Mayer all the way. Yeah, that's my tight end. So there you go. Tom Telesco's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Pekar. Who asked the question? 
As I sit here on my couch drinking my tears, reminiscing on last week's bad choices, I have come to terms with the fact that frying bacon naked is not a good choice. <laughs> In fact, uh, though the thought is frankly inconceivable. Would it also be inconceivable to say that we are now steer clear from the round one speedy wide receiver that all the compadres want in the draft, especially with the signing of my boy Jalen Guyton? If I am wrong, please forgive me, El Guapo. I know that I, Mr. Pekar, do not have your superior intellect and education. FTR, beat the frick up. Uh, K love you, bye. I'd say we both went to the same school of knowledge when it comes to... Uh... This stuff, uh, Mr. Mm -hmm. Pecker. Mr. Pecker. Riva. Yes. Um, I don't know that you necessarily steer clear because at the same time, you know, there's other wide receivers that we're talking about that are ranked higher than Zay Flowers. And if some of those guys drop, it's hard to say. I mean, when you're pick 21, there's going to be somebody that's going to be sitting there that you're going, how did they get to 21? Yeah. And if hopefully it's not a quarterback because that's not a position we need. But if it is, then you could trade back. You can get some extra picks potentially. So, yeah, um, I wouldn't say that you would completely scratch it off the list, but it isn't that position or it isn't the position with the talents that we've been craving, which is yeah. somebody that can get downfield quickly and be open for Justin Herbert. Uh, in a way that none of the other wide receivers have been able to do as far as getting those big, deep balls. So, um, and, and I think, I think an interesting way for at least that I look at it is for wide receivers, they're so reliant on the quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. so you have an amazing quarterback. You don't need to have, it, it's great to have all of the first round wide receiver, you know, talent and all that stuff. But right there, there is a, they're there because of the, the general population watch college football. And they're like, let's project where this could be. I'm very happy taking a mid round wide receiver, a la Keenan Allen, who we got in the third round. Sure. Something like that, that he can make these guys better when it comes to some of these other skill positions that need to block that aren't just are fully responsible or reliant on Justin. Those are the guys I feel like I want to get earlier on. It's like mm -hmm. protect Justin, get after the other quarterback or, you know, help our run game. Cause mm -hmm. those are, those are the three things that I'm looking for this year. So I, I think maybe that's a different way to look at it. Maybe where it's sure. Yeah. You know, maybe you get one of these top top end wide receivers when you have, don't have the best quarterback, you know, and mm -hmm. it's not as important. So I don't know. That's just how I feel. I've never, and we've been talking about this for months now, and I just am not in the wide receiver um, first round mentality. I haven't been yet so far. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and I get what you're saying. And to me, it becomes a question of like, okay, yes, do you need a wide receiver that has all the best talents to make for Justin Herbert to work with them? No, Justin Herbert can, as long as you can get open and, and he'll throw you, know, you open too. You just got yeah. to catch oh, the freaking ball. He'll find the smallest hole to get it to you. And as long as you're ready to catch it from there, you're going to look great. Oh yeah. That being said, if you had a wide receiver that had a round one talent that Justin Herbert doesn't necessarily have to make look good, but could be that much more complimentary to Justin Herbert. I'm not saying that I necessarily want this, but how exciting could that be? to have a round one talent wide receiver with Justin Herbert and not just, you know, cause Mike Williams was also a round one. Oh, he was an early one, round. Uh, and one. he's been 
great when we've had him because he's just he's great at catching those jump, you know, 50-50 balls, makes them more like 80-30. And so if you had that round one <laughs> uh, speedy. Wait, I got I gotta check your math on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get one hundred ten percent. One hundred ten. We hate, we played one hundred ten percent on this team. Um, but to have somebody that has the abilities that we're looking for in that speedy wide receiver as a round one talent could be really exciting. So if if round one comes around and they do happen to announce a wide receiver, I'm going to be psyched. I'm going to be excited. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I'm not going to be shitty about any picks this year because I whatever I've not. done it in the past and it's, <laughs> I'm not good at it. It'll come it, back it, to it haunt come, you. It bites me right recording. in the ass. Yeah, right in the ass. So, all right, it, it, it's all going to be good. I just have preferences yes. that I think. Will I'm make with our you. Team yeah, better, preferences, but, and I'm with you. I I would rather not see a wide receiver in the first round. I'd rather see somebody in, in another position that we could instantly make better. Um, and now that Jalen Guyton is coming back, assuming that he's fully healthy, assuming that he still has that speed, which I don't know why they would bring him back or re-sign him if he didn't. Yeah. I think we should be good to go. So, Mr. Petcar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Big Daddy Ruiz, who asked the question. What's up, amigos? I just want to start by letting it be known my top three Chargers podcast. Number three, the director. Number two, Chargers Weekly. And my number one, the Chargers chat. The reason you guys are my favorite is because of the connection I have with your chat. I hear Kev giving his opinion on situations, and I'm over here thinking to myself, this is a man that they should be building monuments of or naming streets after him. One can even argue making him the 2023 Chargers fan of the year. He's got me over here saying, I was just thinking the same thing. And then the coach gives his expert opinion, and I realize me and Kev don't know shit. <laughs> no offense, Kev, but I'm also proud to admit how wrong I was about drafting Herbert. I also wanted Tua and Simmons over Jay Herbo. Oh, and I can't forget uh, man's best friend, Mr. Motherfucking Wooldog. <laughs> He's the heart of the chat. Not sure if I'm correct, but he might be the only one with perfect attendance. I've never seen a miss. Anyways, enough with the kissing ass. Here's my question. With the Chargers re-signing Guyton, would you still pick a speedy wide receiver with the first pick? Personally, I prefer tight end, running back, only if it's Robinson, and then wide receiver. But what do you guys think? Thanks, and K love you, bye. <laughs> boy he built you up he was like oh oh kevin god's gift to mankind and and him and i held hands and got slammed by coach that's sneaky but it's fine he went down with you it was uh yeah yeah. the band played on as that ship sank (laughs) uh thanks man we appreciate you we really appreciate you all those really kind words man you're the man thank you that was very sweet of you um, and I know this was kind of similar to the to the previous question, but, uh, you know, as far as what other, you know, areas or positions that we could think of, I mean, he mentions tight end and running back. The running back thing, I mean, we heard it from uh, Gabe earlier that it only becomes, I don't even, th- I think like we've been talking about with wide receivers, like you can get a good wide receiver in later rounds. And I think the same could be said for running back. Like, yes, is Bijan Robinson a hell of a runner? Absolutely. Can't deny that. Has there been a lot of success with round one running backs? 
Not really. Not especially now with the Chargers. At, we hey, our let's just all agree on this. Our best running back was our number one running back, Ladanian Tomlinson, first yes. round running back. Yes. So it's hard. You can't deny the fact that LT is LT, and he was a first round guy. Absolutely. It's just the game's a little different now. I don't know. Our team is fully. It's it's a you know a committee. This is a committee type offense, and you saw what um what Kellen did over there with Pollard and with Zeke. Right. There wasn't a bell cow back. They were in and out, in and out, keeping the defense on their toes. So mm-hmm. going Bijan, like the amount of money you're going to pay him, he's got to be playing. He's got to be a three down back if you're going to draft him that early in the first round. Right. And then if you're not, you're not getting your value from from that. So I I wouldn't be mad at it. it you know, he's an amazing talent. But right. I think there are other positions that, you know, just need to level up, you know, just need mm-hmm. to level up, just to have that mushroom. Oh, yeah. Mario it up, you know, great movie, Woo-hoo. by the way. <laughs> um, just 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 level up a little bit. I think the tight end position is kind of where I want to level up. Yeah, um, I would especially agree. in the blocking department, because if you get a good blocking tight end and you get a good scheme, it's just going to be awesome for whatever running back is on our team. You know, right. and it's going to be a committee. So that's kind of how I feel about the running back position this year. Yeah, I'm with you. So. There you go. Big Daddy Ruiz, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to High Voltage 94. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Hello, guys. Fair warning. A few questions I have. Mm, ready? <laughs> One. Guests on the show, like Verhoko and others, y'all have had. But for each of you, who would you like to have on your podcast besides Justin Herbert? Chris Hayri, Haley Elwood, Keenan Allen, LT, Dan Fouts, and Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle. I'd like to see. Two. Early it is, but with Chargers games to go see in person this year, would you like Lambeau and at Kansas City this year, I would like to go to. Three. Lastly, offensive players this first round, I know everyone is raving about wanting to draft, but think, do you, <laughs> is there any off or defensive players that we need or we should talk, uh, look at? Find a nice guy for middle linebackers position, my opinion. FTR, FTC, and FTB, K, love you, bye. Worst Yoda. Ever. Hey, hey, you tried hard. Okay. Tried again. I love it. Um, all right. Guests on the show. Um, we've had Chris Harry twice. He's amazing. Yeah. Chris Harry's awesome. We'll have him on again for sure. But I love talking to everyone at the, um, at the Chargers, whoever will come on. Haley, we still would love to have her on. But that would be awesome. There's some like guys from, you know, we had, you know, uh, Sean Merriman, which he's amazing. He's been on a couple times. Mm-hmm. I, there's still like, there's a couple, like it's Phil, like there's a combo. Phil and Antonio Gates. Mm-hmm. I'd love LT too, but like Phil and Antonio Gates would be just mind blowing. Would um, you have them on at the same time? I don't think my, ha- I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my brain could handle that. Like you just sit there and be like, I'm just like, just watch them talk to each other. <laughs> you just like keep looking back and forth and not uh, formulate an opinion. question. Yeah. Like, like what, wh- 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 what multiverse have I entered where I got to be sitting here with these two guys? Yeah. Not when I belong in. That's for sure. 
but um any any and all like we just we you know we want to have people on it's we're a different show we're not like you know journalists we just like are crazy fans and yeah. i ask stupid questions so no, i, I want to you ask good questions no but stupid and like trying to have fun and make them laugh like i'm trying right, to make you're not laugh. going like all right a train left pittsburgh yeah. and going 30 miles an hour <laughs> yeah tell me about your contract and how much do you hate this like, <laughs> right like, so i any and all would be amazing honestly yeah. i i think the guy that I would love to see on and would bring the same amount of positivity as Justin Herbert is Brandon Staley. I think Staley. you sitting down to sit to talk with Staley, I think would be one That'd of be the awesome. best interviews ever. I need Kyle there with me for sure. So he could like throw in some like real questions to some catch him up. Kyle and I could do like one, two punts where I'll, I'll like get in there with the funny shit. And yeah. then Kyle will come in over the top, like top ropes, like, ah, you know, Nacho Libre <laughs> style and just body slam him with the real football question. I would love that. That'd be pretty cool. Um, all right. Charger games uh, to go see in person this year. He mentions Lambeau and Kansas City. I think those Kansas are the two City wild is, games to we, go to. We kind of we've done that every year so far. So I think that's probably in the cards. It's so kind of we'll an probably, in. Yeah. yeah we'll kind of do that every year. But Lambeau, 100%. Like, yeah. I've never seen the Chargers play at Lambeau. So I've been there for my wife. She's a diehard Packer fan. So I've been there for her in support of her for other games. And it's pretty rad there. You've never been there in rivalry of her or against her. <laughs> no, I've never Would tried to Would that be a really ass. good time? Like, no. how do you foresee that going down? Pretty great. She's awesome. <laughs> pretty great. She has, she, she makes, she's, she's pretty great. I think she's in like a weird place right now because she loved Aaron Rodgers and he's kind of not on the yeah, team anymore. So that's this, kind of, of any of the years to like go with my wife and, and enjoy the game. It. And if the Chargers won, this could be an okay year to do that. Okay. So fair enough. Josie's awesome. Which I got to get her on the podcast at some point so everyone can like meet her because she's pretty cool. You know all no, about her. Awesome. We used to be, used to be our room. We had her on. Long one of time the early, early a long shows. Time yeah, the time yeah. for reprieve. I need to yeah, do it again. No, she needs to come back for sure. Um, and then offensive players this first round, and everyone's reading a little bit. Uh, is there any defensive players that we should need or should look at? Uh, middle linebacker. Um, I feel like we talked about getting a middle linebacker in the later rounds as well it, it feels for kind that of, for that position with our start with the way we're we're set up right now we're, we don't need a starter right off the bat you could bring in somebody that needs a little bit of you know i i don't want to say development because i don't want to develop anyone right now No, we can't i want, we can't I want somebody to come in players. and contribute but i'm not yeah. sure if first round is there you know i think edges like if nolan smith is there that's where i would go on the defensive line yeah because um, that's kind of like oh wow how did he land at 21 mm-hmm. um and then after that i'm kind of that's kind of my defensive guy because I want to get that edge going, and then after that, I want I want tight end. If he's mm-hmm. not there, I want I want Mayer. I've heard safety. I've heard a I can't branch. Think of, yeah, I've heard his name get tossed around as well. And I mean, when you think about the safety position right now, obviously you've got Derwin James sitting up there, but uh, with Nasir Adderley hanging up the cleats, the next one down the line is Alohi Gilman. Which, looking back at that Miami game, yeah, Alohi played game. really really well. So. If he can continue to produce at that same level, yeah. I'm not worried about it. But if you want somebody that could be a potential game changer for that position, that could potentially be an upgrade. I wouldn't hate that pick either if he happens to fall to 21. That's kind of crazy, too, because we're talking about a lot of these guys that are like second, third round guys that would make our immediate impact on our team. And he's one mm. of those guys that projected to go like early, mid kind of area, second mm. round. There really is like as long as we don't 
fully trade out of the first round and we go to like 24 or something and get sure an hey. extra third round pick or something like that like yeah god that would be such the move if we could if we could do that so that'd be pretty um, rad i could see that going in a lot of good directions for us just that one <laughs> extra you know top three round pick you know what i mean like have two of those guys you can pick out four players in the top first three rounds mm-hmm. that's that's a different kind of thing if you can yeah. make them all right. Well, there you go. High Voltage 94. Uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, who asked the question. Y'all see Justin out there fishing? Can't stop the Sheldon <laughs> High School Fishing Club president here? Now, I'm not one to follow rumors, but I heard the other day linking L.A. to Jordan Addison. What's your take on a possible first on Addison and maybe second on Darnell Washington? Can't love you back. I heard this too. It was our wide receiver coach. Like he basically Addison's been following him around college football, essentially. Right. So no, it's interesting insight. There is a connection for sure. There's a connection and he loves the coach. Um, he needs, he's supposed to be a first round wide receiver. It's just how you feel about the wide receiver position. Right. You know, does Addison and Darnell Washington, if he's available in the second, when we pick without trading up, if he's there, sure. I wouldn't yeah. be mad at it. It could be a cool combo. Um, I just don't. You're asking for a lot of like, God, I hope he falls or I uh, hope, hope this works out in our favor. And that's not as it's easy to bank on that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I could see that being fun, um, especially a USC guy. You know, he's he's fast as shit and he's a great wide receiver. So, right. It'd be a great addition. Yeah, I, I think I saw the other day, too, that uh, the Chargers, he did visit with the Chargers as far as, you know, all of that pre-draftness where players go and visit with teams and stuff like that. So, Well, if you remember, I don't know if you were, like, we've done this a lot of drafts now. There have been multiple times where we interview our first round pick and they say they have never talked to the never Chargers to before. Yeah. <laughs> they yep. have done that so many times. I feel like yep. whoever they bring in for an interview, if it's like a first or second round pick, they're not getting drafted. Right. I, I just don't like, that's just how they go. Like they're so like cloak and dagger, very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ninja Tommy T to like not even talk to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can certainly connect the dots. And, but like Kevin just said in previous years, we thought we connected dots and there was a whole nother book sitting off to the side. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Come draft day, hangry staff, but thank you for asking the question. Okay. Let's move it on now to rebolted 2006. Who asked the question? My initial draft night idea was tight end because what have we had since Gates and a one wounded Hunter Henry, right? But looking at this wide receiver room scares me. You have our top two wide receivers who one is past 30 coming off an injury and has his own injury history. Big Mike is the man healthy, but the dude has injury issues as well, and I find myself always holding my breath every contested or leaping catches because I never know if he's going to get up off the ground healthy. Those two go down again, and it's a scary right now. Not sold on Josh Palmer at all. And then there's no one behind him with Bandy off in the XFL. Jalen Guyton is coming off an ACL tear and 
in my opinion, just another Travis Benjamin, and now DeAndre is gone. Not like that was a great combo anyway. Hoping in DOS and Hightower? With that being said, show me Quinton Johnston or Zay Flower. What say you, Charger Chant? Wide receiver or bust at this point, for this season and the future. We can get a tight end later on in the draft, or Gerald Everett can hold it down one more year. Ah. Ah, now ah. breathe in. And out. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just it's good points. No, I mean, we, it, it, we have not always, we've not had a healthy wide receiving core consist like in a long time throughout an entire it's year. It's been a while, yeah, it's been a while. Been um, so I get what you're, I get where you're, I'm picking up what you're putting down, big dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel for ya. sure. I hear, I feel yeah, but. I just don't know if those are the guys. I don't know if that's the the move when I really think Justin can do a lot more with less. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he should have undrafted free agents throwing to like, you know, Guyton was and is. I think you could still get there's guys in that second and third round. Like maybe Mims could be a great solution for this while you're still getting other places of need. Mm-hmm. Um, I just maybe I'm wrong. And I am most of the time. I'm going to be honest. So, <laughs> well, I think. I think the funny thing about all of the arguments about like, oh, you can get a tight end in later rounds. Oh, you can get wide receivers in later rounds. Like there's oh, there's always going to be talent later rounds. It's like, we don't know. Like we, I mean, we all thought, I think last season that like, oh, there'll be a wide receiver in the second round. And then like first round, there was like 10 wide receivers taken. It was just like, holy shit. Like what is, what is happening here? Like nobody foresaw that many wide receivers going in the first round. So it really is just going to be interesting to see what happens on draft day because of anything and everything can happen. And being as low as 21, nothing is a guarantee in the first mm-hmm. round. It's just, Hey man, let's, uh, let's just, let's just wait and see. Let's see what uh, kind of goodies we can, you know, take advantage of or vulture. And, you know, let me snatch this up since you fuckers didn't pick it up. It's ours <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Snooze. You lose. It's so, ours now. Yeah. So, I, I think it'd be interesting to see because, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that, yeah, Gerald Everett had a year with Justin Herbert. Now he's got at least a little bit of a rapport with Justin Herbert and could potentially be better next year. And but do I don't know. I, I don't know. And it's also I, I, and, I'm with and you. also we're basing a lot of our needs right now on our form, our last offense. Right. The, the our inability yeah, run by to, a and, different and a lot of that was play calling, too, in a lot of ways. So. Yeah. You yep. kind of, it's hard, it's hard as, uh, we're all fans, right? So it's hard for you to kind of like step out of not watching any Charger games last year and like really have an outside opinion on what we really need with this mm-hmm. new offense that could be coming in. You always need speed. You always need to take the top off. I get it. 100% get it. Yep. But that doesn't need to be a first round guy. You know, yep. Tyreek Hill was like a mid round pick. You just got to find him. You got to do your research, which we have not done. Just going to be honest. We do not have the full <laughs> we breakdown. We have not done. No. Haven't done it. There's other podcasts yes. that are much better at that than us. But I <laughs> I know that there's some guys later in the rounds that could be probably just as, as efficient with Justin Herbert as some of these guys in the early rounds. So, yeah, I just. Oh, I don't want to see her in the first round. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right. That's all right. Rebolted 2006. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville 714. 
who asked the question. In a recent episode, I heard a pretty good Morgan Freeman impression by Kevin. My question is, can he please read this poem in his Freeman voice? It's called To Kill a Mocking Draft. <laughs> no pressure. I'll sign up to your Patreon if he's man enough to do it, of course. Whoa. 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 So what what the hell is in this thing? Wrote a little ditty. Well, first of <laughs> all, I, I I don't remember what episode you heard because I don't I do a sling blade <laughs> friend font titled. Mm-hmm. It's your if classic Morgan Freeman, Kevin. That's, you Morgan, do that's it my Morgan Freeman. Every episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I don't I, I don't have a Morgan Freeman. Um uh, Andy Dufresne, is that what it has? How do you get into your Morgan Freeman? I, it's always Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne crawled through a river of shit. It's, okay, uh, okay. Well, and and do not sign up our, for our Patreon because of this. This isn't a gauntlet. This is the kindness of my heart f***ing up an impression. So let's, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and I better not see your f***ing name on our Patreon after this, okay? Okay, <laughs> got me. The gauntlet is now on you, pal. Boltville714. Okay. Um, All right. Here's Kevin uh, taking the spotlight. This. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get at this at all. Uh, Andy Dufresne. Ah, yes. Mock draft 169.5. Because we really care. and needed another one, of course. I'm already off the rails. It's already f***ing shit. I, I suppose you really think we've given a thunder f- about your thoughts and hopes. But truthfully and respectfully, we don't. Mm, fraud tighter. Who you want, who you don't, who you fuck, who you blow. Where am I going now? Hoo-ha. <laughs> what you smoke, what you snort. Makes no difference for us. So please quit making mockery out yourself, you schmuck. Hoo-ha. Like the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise, can I ask you that you just stop? I'm sorry to say that this point is just ludicrous. And we just don't give a fuck. Hoo-ha. So, hey, bitch. Move out the way we didn't ask you to contribute. Okay. Hoo-ha. Katniss, <laughs> you won't ever be, <laughs> you won't ever be Dean. You won't ever be Spanos. Okay? So simulate this Peter Pecker. Maybe then you'll get your flowers. Okay. Chip away, Mocking Jay. Address the team and tell Telesco who to hire. Go ahead and show your sponsors who you think is catching fire. Because, of course, <laughs> the odds of guessing right may be ever in your favor. <laughs> but before you bored us to death with your train of thoughts and won't you, I can't read, and you do us all a favor, kiss these three middle fingers and stick them where the sun don't shine. Nah, I'm just kidding, Bolt fam. You know, I love you. FTR, okay, love you, bye. Hoo-ha. <laughs> How's it feel? Uh, I don't fucking like it at all. That's hard. I, my apologies, Boltville. I do not have a Morgan Freeman. Mm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where you heard. That. I don't. I don't. I don't. I need proof. Um, you need to not drink before you write these questions. I have. A, I have uh, a medi- seven one four. I have a mediocre uh, hoo hop. 
just because I've been hanging out. Literally, Adam and I on our last job, all we did was talk like Al Pacino. So that, that's I had, we were hoo hawing at each other. Just literally hoo haw. People didn't one want to be side around. of the room. You just hear hoo haw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. So yeah, there you go. One and done. Oh, big man, big man. Um. All right. Well, and that was uh, it's kind of a. He doesn't like he doesn't like mock drafters, and you know what? Clearly not. That's so okay. That's stop, okay. Stop looking at him. That's okay, Bill. Bill, Bill it's okay. Change the channel, my guy. You don't have to. <laughs> no. no one's forcing you to to read all of these mock drafts. No, so. but I get it. The culture of mock draft, and everybody has like I know Everybody's how to do this, opinion. and if you don't like it, kiss my ass. Hoo-ha. Right, like it's I get this it. way on the highway. <laughs> and guess what? In one week, it won't matter anymore because we'll it know who matter. we have. There won't be any highways Let's go. to go down. Yeah. All right. Baldville714, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Lexi M, who asked the question. It's been a couple of crazy weeks for the NFL in general, and now we see that Jalen is getting paid more than Mahomes. That's not the direction I expected, but good for him, I guess. Keeping my optimism up for Herbert's payday question. If you had to live in a fictional world from a book or comic or manga, what would it be and why? Bonus question. If the other two were in the world with you, who do you think they would be? Thanks for the great content every week. Can I be bye? We didn't talk about this, but yeah, they kind of Jalen Hurts kind of set the kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And and honestly, what Justin has is rookie of the year. But I think if you were to look at the contracts, like Jalen Hurts just went to the Super Bowl. So I think that is probably a comparable where Justin's probably going to land. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless his agents are super ninjas or samurais. Samurais, not ninjas, samurais. (laughs) It'll It'll be interesting to see if they take care of Justin before the season starts or after the season ends, which with a new offensive coordinator like Kellen Moore and gets them a little further than they're used to being. Pay that man his money right now. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, the potential for a bigger contract if you wait too long, obviously, (laughs) is uh, Yeah, he goes to the Super Bowl, you're another five mil a year. So just do it now. You know he's our quarterback for the future for the next 15 years or whatever, however long he plays football. Just sign him up for it. Right. And we do know that they are in negotiations. Yeah. I, I did see that, so. I'm sure something will happen prior to the season starting, but Jalen Hurts just really kind of set the bar. Is that a new bar? There's, yeah. there's always a new bar. Every time the quarterback's getting a contract, it's going to be more than the previous guy. So, yep. Um, all right. So, if we had to live in a fictional world from a book or comic or manga, what dream you why? I'm I'm going Harry Potter, dude. Being a wizard would be pretty cool. I think. <laughs> And the new series coming out, HBO Max. We had a long conversation about this. We did. I'm <laughs> we very talked excited. a lot about it. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about <laughs> that it. That was part of the luncheon conversation. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Harry Potter. So what what house would you be in? And what would Kyle and I, would we be students or would we be teachers? You'd, or be, would we, you'd be Ron. I'd be Mr. Filch. You'd be Ron be, <laughs> to my Harry. I'd and, be petting the cat. Yeah. As I, no, you'd be Ron to my Harry and Kyle <laughs> okay. would be Voldemort. Whoa! Yeah. Two Damn. It's coming from coming from my shit. Whoa! The boy who lived. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Seems fair. <laughs> yeah. Seems he's fair to have hey, he's Voldemort all, on our let's, podcast. Let's go, back right? to, let's go back to that last question. He's all powerful. He just he slams mm. all my good takes. So he couldn't be Dumbledore? I guess he could be Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> he could be Dumbledore. That's fine. Dumbledore dick. <laughs> oh. oh shit what about Um, about you boy (laughs) I'm like looking around my room going like what world I live and I'm like looking at my walls trying to figure out uh who from Roger Rabbit would be pretty fun yeah that'd be cool a world of cartoons and humans live in Harmony and the those gangster the film noir type. Yeah, Let's go to Toontown, have some beers, hang yes. out. I'd like that. Sure, I would have to be a cartoon. I would probably be Roger Rabbit. Okay. Uh, you would have to be Eddie Valiant. Yeah, and Kyle would have to be Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the tan for it right now. <laughs> no, Kyle would be uh, Kyle would be the cab. <laughs> just spinning out of control you never know where he's gonna be no yeah he would uh he'd be the cab hey what sammy his i name? don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> it comes in bing what do you need uh, yeah he's always there when you need him yeah okay there you go perfect it's All a right. very politically uh driven answer i was not <laughs> i like that all right keep a couple well, there you go lexi m thank you for asking the question let's Thanks, move lexi. on now to ed boyum who asked the question with the commanders name change imminent now having a new owner in Josh Harris. Does that make our owner the worst in the league? If not, is he in the top 10 worst? Sorry, not trying to be too pessimistic. Just comes with the territory of our fandom. You know, I, I it just depends on your, you know, your rankings, I guess. Um, well, it depends on how, I think dig you deep into some of these <laughs> owners closets. I think Mark too. Davis sucks ass. Like you could tell oh, by yeah. his haircut. I think immediately it goes to Mark <laughs> Davis. That guy sucks ass. Um, yeah. And then you could talk about where you want to rank um, the Spanos after that. But yeah, I think Mark <laughs> Davis sucks ass. I mean, Final I, and that because that's the thing. Like I don't know the owners of every team. I don't know the good things they've done. I don't know the terrible things that they've done. I know that that report card just came out. And while the charges were low, they were not the lowest. So Arizona Cardinals owner making players pay for their own lunches and stuff. That seems pretty shitty. Well, yeah, well, I would say who is, who is the, uh, uh, hold on. Bear with me. Bearing. Oh, it's craft. Um, Oh, Robert Kraft. Yeah, uh, he's like Emperor Palpatine of the NFL. He's just a real right. Who piece knows of how shit much shit everyone that guy's gotten away with. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'd say he sucks. Um, I don't know if perform you didn't say anything about performance. You just said general suck suckage. General suckage. Um, right? Made the worst. the worst in the league. Yeah. yeah. There's some there's some suckage going on. I I don't think the Spanos are really that suckage. I've heard a couple stories about how teams treat their fans even this year with the draft i can't go into it too much but the chargers really do take care of their fans and what they do so i it's kind of i don't know maybe i know a little too much about the inside to like really get hating on them but 
Um, I, I, uh, Mark Davis, final answer, um, real ass hat. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand and totally. feel for the, for the fans that feel that way, especially the but San Diego fans that absolutely. I mean, we were all in that same boat together. It's just felt that for a little bit. Yeah, we certainly felt it, but I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say top 10. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got to imagine that there are some guys that have done some heinous things that we just either haven't heard and it's just been swept under the rug or we'll never hear. <laughs> yeah. Or you so, get a haircut like Mark Davis and then. Yeah. Oh, God. He goes straight to hell to get straight his Straight to Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> bowl cuts. Give me the usual, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's the wife and kids? Yeah. I like that. All right. Ed Boyum, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Myler Boss, who asked the question. Why is Mahomes still faking an injury? So for those that didn't see, James Palmer tweeted out, Patrick Mahomes says that he's still not 100% on his ankle. He really isn't limited too much as he pushes uh, it in his workouts right now. They push it just the right amount in his mind during the week, but it's still sore on the weekends. Mm. <laughs> mm. So I, I never fully said that he was faking it. I was just saying that he's a baby back bitch who wants attention <laughs> right. is what I was saying. Right. Because he, he's selective moments where he limps he, and he doesn't. That's exactly. just, it was as clear as that. People read into it what they wanted. I posted something. It was the most hate from Chiefs fans I've ever received. It was nice. like, it was awesome, nice. actually. Because I never, I never, <laughs> I didn't actually say anything. I just posted the video. I said, what do you think? And I didn't say he was he faking the injury. I just said he was being soft. Did you know, not. Well, he's, yeah, he's turning it on when he wants to turn it on, and he turns it off when he wants to turn it off. So, did this comment come out as soon as the new quarterback's contract happened? As soon I as Hurts so. got his, he's yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm not in the limelight right now. Better really, my ankle. Ooh, my ankle. Oh, Ooh, it still hurts. Oh, so. I've fallen. And I can't get up. Yeah. Patty Mahomes. Yeah. So, is he faking the injury? Probably not. No. It probably is legit sore. But would he play with a broken rib cartilage i'm gonna go with no yeah not happening play with a lack of an acl no 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 don't think so don't think so pal so we only only with the tough ones you know what i mean that's That's all that's our charger our charger quarterbacks are the tough ones that's right baby come on now Mahler boss, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Mickey Coates. Mickey. Who asked the question. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would you pick? <laughs> There's a caveat, though. One of the other co-hosts thinks of a side effect that occurs every time you use this ability. Oh, boy. Example. Coach picks the ability to fly, and then Kevin makes it so he feels deep hunger while he's flying. Oh, how often would you use the ability with these side effects? Let's make it so Kevin picks a side effect for Coach, Bulldog picks for Kevin, and Coach picks Bulldog. If you want, you can do two powers each and flip the side effect picker for the second time. Bulldog picks Coach, Coach picks Kevin, and Kevin picks Bulldog. Really curious how much you guys will hinder each other. Love watching the show. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. I wish Kyle was here for this one. I do too. We'll have to. But he's not. We're, we're going <laughs> to charge on without him. 
We will. Hmm, I see right. what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a dad and I have dad jokes, okay? All right. So I guess we get to pick our own yeah, well, hey, superpower. You, you go first. I'll pick your side effect and we'll flip it. Okay. I will go with... I'll go with... Uh, stretchy limbs like mr fantastic who can like stretch his arm and get something from farther away or he can rubber band himself everywhere i'll go with that side effect yeah what's my side effect explosive diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> you just shit your pants you would non-stop while you're stretching <laughs> all over the, the place that would be everybody's gonna just be like diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> oh god he's here you to save the day your oh, pants. oh god he's here to save the day <laughs> <laughs> no one wants everyone wants you there why does he save- wear padded underwear <laughs> you'll never guess why <laughs> he's shitting his pants he's literally shitting his pants right now <laughs> well he saves all those people uh, he's so bendy though if you listen carefully you can hear it yeah <laughs> um all right um, what would be your superpower? I could breathe underwater. Ooh, breathe underwater. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm just trying to think of all the fun things that you could that could happen to you that would hinder <laughs> you from breathing underwater. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you got explosive di- no. <laughs> um uh you have to wear a very revealing <laughs> outfit so that it doesn't cover your gills which happen to be right by your balls so dick out <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, if you do it, if you if you cover it up you can't breathe you got to keep it open and free. <laughs> that's how I breathe through that's that. That's how I breathe, yeah. That's how you breathe, not me. I'm over here Aww. shitting my pants. <laughs> I'm breathing through my dick. <laughs> Those are the worst side effects. All right. I didn't say your dick. I said a round. <laughs> you could go out with like a like a red hot chili pepper sock, basically. <laughs> okay. Anything more than that, and you suffocate. <laughs> that's a that's that's all right. So just nude. I have to go fully nude, and I can <laughs> underwater with breathing underwater. All right. I mean, like banana ham, it could probably work too. But, but I'm talking like fucking Montezuma's revenge, explosive diarrhea. Oh, for sure. Like like painful oh yeah while doing the the greater good i mean it's for the greater good (laughs) here comes diarrhea dude (laughs) the diarrhea dude yeah i love it (laughs) every picture i'm like way in the background because i don't want anybody to smell <laughs> what's happening why is he doing that from so far away it's a good thing he's so stretchy you <laughs> you saved like a ship that sank and they're like come out of the water so we can get a picture with you you're like no no <laughs> i'm good right here uh, or it's like zoom lens, or it's like James Bond just shamelessly emerging from the water beach, ready to go. I'm here. <laughs> the kids start running, crying. No, they're 
All right. All right. Well, well thanks, Mickey. There you go, Mickey. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Oh, I just realized I did Mickey Mouse for Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, wasn't intentional. I, that was not intentional at all. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, all right, Mickey, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you guys hanging with us with uh, just me and Kev. We'll get Kyle back on on the next episode, and that will be ever closer to the draft where we can put all of this shit to bed. (laughs) You don't have to guess anymore and we'll know who we have. Uh, But until then, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, Kev? No, tune in next week. We're going to reveal all the stuff we're going to be doing at the draft and uh, we're going to have some fun, guys. It's going to be be a good time. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be good. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, God. No. Oh, weird. 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 This is so weird. That's all you can say. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> my dick <laughs> it's my dick and I suck <laughs> no I just picture my dick actually breathing underwater <laughs> <laughs> so gross uh, <laughs> I'm not getting deep breaths it's just little <laughs> <laughs> or little bubbles. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I'm like All sweating. Right. I know I'm crying over here. Ugh. And now a word from our sponsors. This week on the Fightin' Guyton. Gee Willikers, Fightin' Guyton! That bank is getting robbed. What do we do? I think we need the assistance of some other superheroes. What about those two superheroes? You know, the one that can stretch like rubber and that one guy who can breathe underwater. Oh, look, they're right over there. Oh, weird. Weird. Oh, God, no. This is so weird. No, that's that's okay. Tune in this Saturday for the thrilling conclusion of The Fightin' Guyton. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.